This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Sunday, 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 January 20th through January 27th, it's San Diego Restaurant Week. Eight days, 180 restaurants, lunches going from $10, $15, $20, dinners $20, $30, $40, $50. Make your reservation, SanDiegoRestaurantWeek.com. Thank you for choosing the Dine Local SD podcast. Visit DineLocalST.com for the latest in restaurant offerings. Here's your host, Nick Shenton. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, guys. After a several-week hiatus for the holiday season, we are back with the Dine Local San Diego podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about everything food-related in San Diego. We talk about farmer's market produce. We're going to talk about restaurant week this uh, today on this podcast. And we're also going to have Chef Sean McCart from Milfleur up in Rancho Santa Fe coming in today. So awesome show for you guys. Welcome back. We're going to kick it off like we do every day with a farmer's market report joe herman how's it going good nick how you doing great so i know we we started talking a little bit earlier today we're going to talk about some blood oranges today right correct all right so citrus season and is you know definitely a winter kind of season and we're right in the middle of it and specifically we got a lot of blood oranges in. yes we have a lot of blood oranges in uh we have two types right now a moro and taraco Mm -hmm. um there's also a sanguinello it's a spanish variety and the Moro and Taraco, where are those from? Italy. Italy. Right. So uh, Taraco is like the, the, the orange they love in Italy. They look down on the Moro. Really? Um, yeah, it's more acidic. It's, uh, the Taraco is the sweetest. It, it's their table orange. And is it, it so blood oranges in general? Like, what is that like a genetic hybrid? Is it, a gen, is it something that like somebody designed or is it like maybe like a mutation? Yeah, it's a natural mutation of an orange into a blood orange. Okay. And basically, there's two genes that give it the color, Mm -hmm. and both of those have to be activated for it to become a blood orange. Cool. And and we were talking a little bit earlier today, and you were going to tell us a story about some California blood oranges? Yeah, there's an orange in California called the Smith Red. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the 80s in Moorpark, California, this lady, Mrs. Smith, and she had an orange tree in her yard and started noticing the oranges were turning darker flesh color. She thought she was actually being poisoned by her ex-husband. Well. <laughs> right. So, you know, she had it investigated, and uh, the police took it to the you know University of Riverside, and they decided it's a blood orange. And what they found out was that, yeah, it was actually like a the rebirth of the blood orange, how it naturally happened, you know, 100 or so years ago or longer. And it happened in the 80s in Moorpark, California. So oh. now, now we have a Smith Red blood orange. So That's we, native to California. So we're talking about Taracos, Muros, and what was the Spanish variety? So those are two Italian, and yeah. those are, uh, and then the Sanguinellas. So these are natural mutations that happened right. in Europe hundreds and hundreds of years yeah. ago. And then we had another natural mutation in California as recent as like you know thirty, forty years ago. Right. Wow. So yeah, and that's amazing. They believe the Moro came from the Spanish. Sanguinello. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why it's looked down upon by Italians. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Um, so yeah, and then we, you know we're seeing uh, tons of other citrus up there. Uh, all the kumquats are coming in. Um, from, we have we have seedless kumquats uh, from uh, Garcia Farm. We have Maywas from Garcia. Uh, all the tangerines, Daisy tangerines from Polito. Also, Perfection are coming in. Oro Blanco grapefruit, cocktail grapefruit, Mellow Gold grapefruit from Murray Farms. So we're seeing everything. 
That's awesome. Everybody's got it so now. So citrus is in full swing. Right. Well, looking outside the window today, uh, a rainy, heavy, rainy day in San Diego. We've been getting like a lot of rains here in Southern California and some heavy snows up in the mountain areas. And is that affecting what's going on in farmer's markets at all? Yeah, a little bit here and there. Um, it's making it tough for the farmers to go out and pick stuff. Uh, you know, Coastal Farms isn't coming this Wednesday because of the rains. It's just not worth it for them to get out there and do it. Uh, last week, the Garden of, uh, we lost... They lost a whole batch of uh, their speckled lettuce that we call it leopard romaine. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't get any of that in. It will be was back. That, was, is that due to frost? Due to frost, yes. So that, you know, yeah. a rare Southern California frost last week. Uh, definitely so, must, you know, must have been havoc for some folks. It happens. It's a little bit of havoc, but for the most part, everyone still is very happy about the rain. Yeah, most definitely. So they're just gathering all that water and preparing. You know, They'll have it for summer, so that's good. That's awesome. Well, cool. Well, thanks for giving us that market update, Joe. Also with us today, we got Joe Buckschness. Uh, Joe Buckschness has been out on the farmer's market team selling this farm fresh produce directly to the chefs. Uh, this is something that the farmer's market truck, actually, we bring all these different varieties of whatever's you know going on in the farmer's market directly to the chefs. Correct. And Joe, you're up there with a knife just cutting wedges of stuff and sampling yes. chefs on all this delicious uh fruit and fruits and vegetables that are yeah. grown locally. Where'd you get to visit this week? Uh so this week, you know, we stopped by Kettner Exchange, Chef Brian mm-hmm. and the SDCM restaurant group. So they're um it's with Analog Devil's Dozen if you're familiar with the donut shop. So wait, so wait real quick. That's Brian Radznowski. Correct. Yeah. And executive chef at Kettner Exchange. He's executive chef at Kettner Exchange. Right and on the cusp of Little Italy, Kettner and Grape, can't miss it. And he's kind of like the culinary director for that kind of whole group, group right? Yeah. Correct. And so what other, so you said just besides Kettner Exchange, they got a, several other properties. What other properties? Correct. They um, so they have a- Analog, which I believe they partnered with the Cone Group, if I'm not mistaken, in around 2007. And that's something that kind of really kind of blew up. And mm-hmm. this kind of local climate of, you know, budding restaurants and local. Um, re- re- Locally like, owned. Yes. Yeah. Local restaurant groups. Um, so Devil's Dozen is uh-huh. on the same property as Kettner Exchange. And that's a donut place, right? Donuts. <clears throat> I know it sounds, uh, you know, well, what, what's a donut? But these are truly elevated, phenomenal. And, you know, talking about citrus, I was talking to the executive baker there and she purchased some Caracara pink navels and she's candying them to top mm-hmm. their donuts. Um, they have a huge array, a line around the block. Candied Caracaras. Correct. Wow. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and going back to Kettner Exchange, what I wanted to touch upon was the chef's table. Chef Brian, once a month, he has a limited number of seats. Mm-hmm. You play a, pay a flat fee, mm-hmm. five courses, five pairings, and it's all locally sourced um, produce. And this month, it's going to be on the 23rd. Uh, it's going to be partnered with the Grass Skirt. So nice kind of Asian-themed uh, there. Um it's exciting, you know. I mean, the grass skirt—that's in Pacific Beach, and they're famous for their cocktails, right? Cocktails, kind of like a tiki bar, tiki bar lounge vibe. Lounge. Yeah, cool. yeah, you know, just kind of light and drinks. fun. Yes, light and fun, but then very strong. Uh, <laughs> you so, know. So, real quick, the, where you, you know, Chef Brian's buying all this uh, farm fresh produce, correct? You know, and he's using it for this. Um, for his tasting menu. Now, is that table just like a regular table in the restaurant? It's actually a hidden table, which uh-huh. I wanted to touch upon. I've been there numerous times, and I've still yet to find it, um, which is kind of exciting. You know, you go to Kettner Exchange, they have their curbside dining. You kind of They kind of roll open these doors, really fun atmosphere, and you go upstairs for brunch. They have cabanas you can rent out, mm-hmm. really kind of loungy, relaxed, and then they have this hidden chef's table. So a lot of different elements uh, that you can experience – in one location. You can walk across the street if you get there early enough because they will sell out of these donuts. 
Um, they're phenomenal. It's just a really good vibe. You Super know? cool. So what 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 produce does Chef Brian get really excited about? So Chef Brian, um, one item that I saw on the menu was the Two Forks Farm salad, uh, arugula, chicory, which is coming in in droves right now, mm-hmm. hazelnuts, uh, petite basques, which is one of my favorite cheeses. I'm sure you gentlemen can agree to Good that. stinky European. Yes. Uh, crispy chicken skin. Who doesn't love that? Mm-hmm. Maybe Danielle might not like that. <laughs> uh, persimmons and a mustard vinaigrette. Um, but, you know, a farm fresh salad, you know, kind of highlights all the local ingredients there, you yeah. know, and it's um, it's great. And then, of course, the candied caracaras on the donuts, which... Are next door, yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. It's That's fun. awesome. Makes me hungry. Well, Joe, thanks for stopping by Kettner Exchange and telling us all about what's going on yeah. over there. That's awesome. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for our Farmer's Market Report this week. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to do a San Diego Restaurant Week preview with Ashley Brophy and the Dine Local San Diego um, group. And then we're also going to have Chef Sean McCart from Mill Fleurs in here. So stay tuned. Thank you. All right, so a lot of people say the most wonderful time of year is the holidays. I, a foodie, kind of disagree. I think the most wonderful time of year is San Diego Restaurant Week. It's your opportunity to go out and try a brand new restaurant that you've never been to, and you get it on sale. So to tell us all about San Diego Restaurant Week, we have uh, one of the heads of the Dine Local San Diego team here at Specialty Produce, Ashley Brophy. Ashley, what's going on with San Diego Restaurant Week? Well, Nick, I'm glad you asked. I can't believe it's that time of year again. It's eight days. So it starts January 20th. It's just crazy to think that it's already that time of year. But we have eight days to explore over 180 restaurants. I mean, the list, it goes on and on and on. So 180 restaurants Mm -hmm. in eight days all over San Diego. And where do you go to get information about this? So SanDiegoRestaurantWeek.com is an amazing website. It's a great tool because you can actually search by type of food. Mm -hmm. You can search by area. And it gives you this really nice list. The list has all the menus on it. It gives you the price point. I think you can even make reservations. So it's everything you need to get your San Diego Restaurant Week started. Let's talk about that a little bit more because that sounds really cool. Let's say, you know, I want to try a new restaurant, but I really don't know what what I want to try, you know? (laughs) And it's like, you know, because a lot of times that's what discovery is. You know, Uh you don't know about this place until you go try it. Absolutely. And so let's say I was in the mood for Italian or if I knew I wanted to eat Mm -hmm. in a certain area or I wanted to live. So what we have here is offerings from for dinner we have 20 30 40 or 50 dollars and mm-hmm. they generally include three to four courses yeah there's a prefix menu you can actually see what you're going to get so so you can see what you can get get on san diego restaurant mm-hmm. but you can also then again s- Limit your search. Let's say I only wanted to look for a twenty dollars dinner, or I will really want yeah. to see go to one of these high end places and get them really on sale for yeah. only fifty bucks. And you can choose your price range. You're going to go out on a date night. You're going to spend a little extra money, or you want to go out with those friends you haven't seen over the holidays, and you go out for a lunch, and you can actually just like gauge what you want to spend. And it's really cool. It's a great way to explore. It happens, and it's just a really good time to learn and explore. Do what you need. Awesome. So again, that's San Diego Restaurant mm-hmm. Week.com. And again, if you don't know where you want to go, use that site to, yeah. to figure out. I do out it by geography. I really cool. like to like go to places like areas I've never been to before because uh-huh. I have my favorites and then I like to really push the boundaries and Branch do it by out. areas. Yeah. I think you know that's one of the most exciting things about eating out is branching out, trying things that are a little bit out of your comfort zone yeah. com- comfort zone, getting a new uh, flavor or a new style of food mm-hmm. and not having to, you know, getting it on sale. It's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's a great way to support the restaurants. They would like, they uh, really appreciate it. Yeah. So we're coming back out of, after a little slow time for the holidays. That's when we position, or that's 
when restaurants position these restaurant weeks is really to get everybody back into these restaurants. Come out and support your local, locally owned businesses. Again, find out all your information at sandiegorestaurantweek.com. Follow the hashtag SDRW or SDRW 2019 uh, to start seeing what all these restaurants are offering. Yeah. You can follow that on Instagram. You can see it on Twitter. Uh, and that's going to, you know, you're going to start seeing all these pictures. And so you can, there's another avenue yeah. of inspiration to figure out where you're going to go while restaurants are on sale. So again, that's January 20th through January 27th. Don't miss San Diego Restaurant Week. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Ashley. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's that time. It's the main ingredient. Today, I'm so lucky to have Chef Sean McCart from Milfler's. Uh, Chef Sean has been an incredibly well-respected chef here in San Diego with uh, stints at such incredible places like Juniper and Ivy and Mr. A's, and now he's taking his talents up into Rancho Santa Fe into one of the most classic institutions in uh, San Diego County, which is Milfler Restaurant up there on Paseo Delicias, up in the middle of uh, Rancho Santa Fe. Chef, welcome. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here today. So, you know, just I've had the pleasure of knowing you for uh, several years now, and I just have one of the the, the biggest respect for your food and your cuisine. Uh, your, your food is so pretty, so refined. Uh, you really honor ingredients and honor uh, the integrity of food. And I, I just really think you've got such an awesome uh, skill set going on. What have you been doing up in uh, Rancho Santa Fe? Yo, I appreciate the kind words. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to uh, go up to Mill Floor here about three months ago. Um, just trying to modernize the food a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, Chef Martin there for the last 30 years, an incredible job for everything he's done. And, you know, I, I want to take what he's done and, and really embrace that and just think about the future for the next 30 years. Um, I have an opportunity to work with Tom Chino using Chino Farms on a daily basis. Um, I like to go up to the, the farm every day. When I, I see what they have, I like to go home, mm-hmm. uh, make a menu based on that, and that's what we'll create for the tomorrow. Um, we like to change anywhere from two to five items of menus every single day. Um, but I just let the seasons really speak to me and let that dictate how the menu goes. That's awesome. Um, so t- talk to me about like the creative process when you, you just kind of started hitting on it. When, what, what, how, give me an example of an ingredient speaking to you. As of late, actually, uh, yesterday morning I was a sunchokes, also mm-hmm. called the Jerusalem artichoke. Um, I've kind of been my tickler lately. I, I've enjoyed using it. It tastes almost like an artichoke. Um, I, I, right now I put a menu item on the dish with, uh, celery, pears, Sunchokes, I think they play really well together. Mm-hmm. Um, add a little bit of crunch, add a little bit of walnuts to that. Uh, it's gone over pretty well so far. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, up in North County now with that access to Chino Farms, but you're also getting the farmer's market truck from Specialty Produce up there too as well. <laughs> we are. It's really helped a lot. <laughs> it really has. You know, you guys come down every Thursday. Uh, very fortunate to use that. It brings a different... A, a, a different reflection to our menu than what I see at Chino's every day. Mm. It brings fresh ingredients coming down from Santa Barbara. Um, uh, yeah, I've enjoyed using it. That's awesome. So when you put something on the menu uh, and are you looking for, because I know it, like I would consider your style kind of progressive, but still refined and, and approachable. Uh, but it's definitely going to be a little bit different from the people up, you know, that they've been used to up in at Mill Fleur. Uh, so have you been well-received up there? Are you guys, you know, have you gotten some positive feedback on any dishes there that you might've done? That's a, that's a really good question. Uh, the first uh, week was uh, kind of tough. Um, you know, like I said, Chef Mart was there for a good 30 years. And all of a sudden, you know, everyone wakes up one day and there's a new chef in town. Yeah. You know, that was all new to them. We have customers that eat there three, four, maybe five times a week. Sure. So for you have this, you know, 
younger chef coming in and doing completely things completely opposite of what Martin does was, was a shock at first. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a couple classics still on the menu. We still have the, uh, the schnitzel. We also do still do our lobster salad. As as far as everything else, uh, it's really reflected who I am. But I feel like our clientele is really gravitated and starting to really enjoy those. That's awesome. I know you guys are going to be participating in San Diego Restaurant Week coming up. What did you have your menu set for that already? We do. We do have our menu set. Uh, we'll be running a uh, pork belly. We also have a Chino Farm garden salad that we'll be doing. We'll also be uh, using a, a prime filet as well as a, a sea bass coming out of Baja. Oh, I know what I'd be getting, which would be the pork belly. Uh, I remember this one time I was delivering to you when you were up at Mr. A's, and you hooked me up with this pork cheddar that was one of the best pieces of pork I've ever had in my entire life. Like a very, so I just think you're a master of the pig. And you used to, I remember you used to do these whole pig roasts. Yeah, uh, it's something I want to start integrating more into uh, Mill Flores, you know, breaking down the whole animals, you know, something they haven't done there in the past. But, you know, back to the pork deli dish, that's one of those dishes I'm really embracing uh, here in the next coming weeks because I'm actually using Julian apples and Julian apple cider. And being from Julian, I want to make sure that, you know, I bring ingredients from where I'm from and showcase them here at the restaurant. <laughs> that's who you are. It's bringing your personality and your food. And that's like, that's you know that's how chefs really express themselves it's really cool um so you're doing an overall menu change or big menu, menu overhaul coming up or? yeah we are so in the, in the in the last two months i've really focused on the dining room uh really embracing what the what we're doing in the menu in there but we also want to start introducing our brasserie menu something that's always been there as well but mm-hmm. we want to put a new twist on it what's it's, the brasserie menu brasserie menu is our bar area of the of the restaurant uh-huh. and it's more of a lighter flair more of a rustic side of things yeah uh just more approachable for the everyday clientele not so much where they have to sit down get get dressed up and come in to have a a full-on you know two three hour three hour meal the brasserie is more of a you know a simpler approach to what we're doing sure you know grab a cocktail grab a little bite that mm-hmm. sounds like a great idea. All right. Well, thank you so much, Chef, for coming in today and being a part of the Dine Local San Diego podcast, guys. Another great recommendation for Restaurant Week. If you haven't tried Mill Fleur in a while and want to see what Chef Sean McCart has brought to the table up there, uh, please take that opportunity to do so. You can make your reservations at San Diego Restaurant Week.com. Uh, you can also go to MillFleur.com. Yeah, MillFleur.com. Yeah, that as well. All right. Thank you, Chef. Yeah, thanks for your time. I appreciate being here today. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.